Honest, uninhibited, and edgy conversation about that topic that men and women think about several times every day. This is Denitza After Dark, iHub Radio's sensual, frisky, and transformational forum for all things love, sex, and relationships. Live from Palm Springs, here's Denitza. Well, welcome everyone. Yes, this voice is not Dr. Denitza Borges, it's Alexandra. I am the producer of Denitza After Dark. And usually you don't hear me speaking very much. Why? Because I don't like speaking on the radio. But today we have Dr. Borges here. But as many of us know, everyone is kind of getting hit with the flu here and there. And Dr. Borges is not immune to that. So, But she is here. She's a trooper. And we're very glad that she's feeling better. But we are going to limit how much she speaks today. So thank you for being here, Dr. Borges. Thank you, Alex. So we're going to do our Valentine's Day show. Because oh, it's how co- sexy is that? <laughs> With my very scratchy voice and my congestion. That's so sexual. Well, I will try to say as much as I can. <laughs> well, we know that'll be a very PG version of this show. So I will try to jump in as much as possible. Here. I know that... Uh, it is definitely going around. I'm on week three of this brutal flu. I know you were under the weather I for was. a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I, I did, you know, it, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty uh, interesting when you go to uh, Walgreens or CVS and the clerk goes, oh, your voice sounds very sexy. I'm like, that would be a cold. Thank you very much. <laughs> and um I guess you look good too, but uh, that may be the NyQuil, Thuraflu, everything <laughs> that I've taken over the last three weeks. Okay. So, well, so. We're, we're still going to pick your brain, Dr. Borges. <laughs> we're still going to need you to, to guide To powerhouse us. through this. Yes. I mean, it's Valentine's and this is oh. when we need you the most. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Well, okay, so you're right, you're right. We're speaking of Valentine's Day, and uh, Valentine's Day is just around the corner. We're, what, today is the 8th, mm-hmm. so about six days away. I believe it's next Friday, and uh, people are getting ready. You know, uh, flower shops are boosting those flowers 500%, and uh, <laughs> seeds candy will be uh, a bustle of joy for many people, a plethora of people in line. And, uh, you know, uh, Valentine's Day is, is a very commercialized business. And it is, but I let's let's talk about the history. Let's talk about the history okay. of Valentine's because I never knew any of this, and I get to read. Sometimes you're generous enough to share the show notes with me, but not always. Um, well, Valentine's Day started off as a as a ancient Roman pagan fertility holiday. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it was called uh, Lupercalia, and uh, it was a, a celebration to the Roman god of agriculture and also of uh, fertility. And what ended up occurring is um, during this celebration, um, you know, women were seen as second-hand citizens, and uh, men would uh, be drinking and and naked, and they would go and uh, skin goats and dogs and use the flesh of those animals to uh, beat these women and women would actually stand in line I know you're looking at me like I'm crazy but it's true they would stand in line to get beaten by these the skins of these animals in hopes of becoming pregnant and you know prospering in fertility Um, and then it it kind of became like a lottery system too many young men would uh, these women's names would be put in jars Hmm. if you were single and these men would uh 
pick a I know, uh, a mate for the festival and so for the festival for the festival okay. not after the festival but <laughs> for the festival and then of course if it amounted to something very special then you know I guess they continued on in their relationship after the festival <laughs> but it was just for the festival and it was for procreation and and um, you know it, it that's how that's how St. Valentine's Day kind of got started well <clears throat> when you say Valentine or Valentine um, Valentine it wasn't just Valentine wasn't just one person. It was um, two different, two or three different people, hmm. and it was around the time of Emperor Claudius. And he had um, a lot of these soldiers were distracted. Obviously, they were on intimacy. They didn't want to go to war. And um, one Valentine was also like performing these illegal marriages. <laughs> and so, um, so it wasn't just one Valentine. But what ended up occurring is. Um, in different decades, um, in different parts of history, February 14th became renowned for uh, love because Valentine was killed on that alleged day. Oh. So you never know if that was true, but it, it, it kind of, the, the, the myth or the rumor kind mm. of, you know, circled around that given day. And that became like um, the time for love and fertility. And of, of course, now, you know, we have other... Uh, other celebrations, you know, we get cards and candy and flowers and jewelry and wherever else is popping up. And, you know. <laughs> wherever else people <clears throat> can make money on. Right, exactly. But, um, you know, it wasn't until like in the early 1800s when, you know, everybody started to go ahead and give, uh, uh, you know, give cards and, and, and uh, show symbol, um, show some type of symbolization of love. Hmm. And so, um, and, and now it's, you know, it's, it's really become a, a, a pretty big business. And, huge. Uh, huge. Um, last year it was, uh, I think it was 17.3 million people, I mean, million, billion dollars, 17.3 billion dollars um, in in revenue just on St. Valentine's Day or around Valentine's Day. It was all around Day. candy, jewelry, and flowers? Right. Those are the three measurements. Right, and, and then you know this year they're anticipating anywhere between nineteen point six billion. So we're going up two billion dollars. And okay, so what would you think is uh, um, how much do you think men spend on Valentine's Day? A thousand dollars. I don't know. Thank you, big spender. We're not doing Christmas or Hanukkah. Be realistic. A uh, two hundred dollars. Three hundred and thirty-eight dollars. For Valentine's Day. That's a lot of, if it's an average, actually. Yeah, it's, it's an average. So, you know, there's going to be, obviously, many women spending more. But the av- guess what the average women spends? And rightfully so. I love this concept. 20 bucks. Oh, my God. Don't be such a cheapskate. You can't <laughs> even get one rose for that. I don't like flowers. They're dead. They're not. Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I will be talking. I will like bear the bunch of this flu. I will be talking much more since you don't like flowers. I <laughs> uh, no, well, most women spend sixty four dollars. So okay, so put that. Well, in what a, did they buy for sixty four dollars? Um, maybe. Well, I don't even think you can get good cologne for no, that. No, you can't. Um, candy, mm. a stuffed animal. Mm. I don't know. A pair of underwear. I don't know. I, I for sixty four dollars. A tie. Sixty four yeah. bucks. No, that's really cheap for a tie. <clears throat> Well, where I believe where you shop, Alexander. <laughs> but, but, um, but again, you know that's a that's a that's a big difference in what people spend. Okay, now now let's let's put this all in a in a okay. So, one hundred and forty-five million dollars are spent on Valentine's Day cards each year. 
On cards. On cards. You know how many trees are dead for that? <laughs> wow, you are such the romantic. I don't believe in cards and I don't believe in flowers. You don't believe in cards and you don't believe in flowers? I never give cards on any occasion, no birthdays, nothing. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I'll send an e-card. That is so, <clears throat> like, non-personal. I don't believe in it. Oh. You're killing trees for no reason. Wow. Well, obviously Hallmark doesn't like you very much because I love Hallmark and I love the Hallmark <laughs> channel. And I love all the cheesy, happy ever after love stories. And obviously, okay. Now, $145 million are spent on Valentine's Day cards. But $650 million are spent on gifts for your dog or your pet. <laughs> Our priorities are right in line. Our priorities are right in line. <laughs> oh my God. I got to tell you, I saw a shirt the other day. It says, uh, my Valentine is my bulldog. I really wanted the shirt. They were sold out. Okay. So um, it's important. Yeah, the Valentine's Day, the dogs get a cookie, a Valentine's Day goodie, you know, a cookie or goodie or you know, they get the little ear things or the headband to celebrate. And there's a lot of photo opportunities. Well, I guess the point is to celebrate however, with whomever or whatever. It's based on it has love, your heart. Alexander. Yes, it's based on love. So if there's somebody who loves their pet a lot, obviously they love the man $64 worth. And they're spending $650 million on the dog. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. So, um... Over five million American households give presents to their to their pet dogs each and every year, and it keeps going up from there. Okay, so the way to a, a woman's heart is through their dog. Maybe it's a man's heart, or the way their man's heart is through their dog. Well, I think well, yes and no because on average the kitty gets ninety six dollars per household, and the dog gets eighty one dollars. But the man only gets $64. There's something wrong with society. <laughs> okay, so just, you know, FYI. <clears throat> FYI, you know where to... Where the priorities where, are. Where the money is going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Valentine's gifts that people spend the most on. What do you think um, people spend the most on on Valentine's Day? Candy. It has to be candy. No. Jewelry. It's all about the bling. I was going to say jewelry, but I was I'm always wrong, so... It's jewelry. Four point seven billion on jewelry. I'm okay with that. It's an investment. Three point seven on flowers, clothing, and candy. That's a waste of money. So the jewelry is okay, but the flowers, the candy, and the clothing. Flowers are dead. The candy's just gonna put weight on you. And clothes, why? Oh my god! Everybody likes a chocolate marshmallow from seeds candy for Valentine's Day. It's shaped as a heart. No, not everybody. Oh my God. I disagree. Cadbury. You know Cadbury? I love Cadbury. But you don't like chocolates. It's a waste of money. I can buy it for myself, but not because we have Valentine's. (laughs) 58 million pounds of chocolate are sold. Wow. 36 million heart shaped boxes of chocolate are sold each year. Okay, the candy in the heart shaped boxes is not that good, it's quite generic. Why do you say that? Because I've had some, and it's, it doesn't taste that great. No, but what if you made your own boxes, and then you went to Seeds Candy or a really good candy shop that you like, and then you filled it with the candy that the person likes? Well, that's fine. But generic candy from, like, Walgreens or... That's no-no. In my book. 
<laughs> I don't know what to tell you. These are my preferences. I'm allowed to my opinion. <clears throat> no, I, I totally get it. I just don't see you. I, on, a, on a scale of zero to ten, I don't know where you fall on the Valentine's Day love meter. Where do you Negative think? one. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, nearly six million people get engaged on Valentine's Day. See, I don't agree with that. That's yeah. generic, too. I'm sorry. I think that's quite generic. Be a little bit more creative, people. Come on. Creativity is the key on engagement. Suck it up. Suck quit, it. Quit being generic. Come on. Getting engaged on Valentine's Day? Come on. Well, you know, versus the woman or the man not getting engaged and waiting forever. Yeah. Actually, I met somebody yesterday that waited 17 years to get engaged. That's crazy talk. 17 years? Mm-hmm. They were together 17 years? They have children? Nope. No children. Waited 17 years. Would you have waited 17 years? No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. No. Wow, that was a Debbie Downer for the first section of the (laughs) Valentine's Day portion of the show. Well, I mean, learn history. Did you look at him like that when when they told you 17 years? Yeah, I kind of looked like, what's wrong with them? Don't you? I, I I looked at them like there was something wrong with them. To be honest with you, and I'm How usually did, okay. Was this a heterosexual couple? It was. It was a heterosexual. Did the woman look sad? No, she looked happy. She looked exasperated. Like when she told the story, it's like she kind of rolled her eyes a little bit at him, oh. and he just shrugged his shoulders. Maybe he was unsure. <laughs> I don't know. After 17 years, you better know what you're doing, right? It's, it was it was a weird phenomenon. I just I wouldn't. Well, wait shout out to that couple. Happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully. Yeah, I hope you guys stay together. Oh my God! (laughs) Jeez, on that note. (laughs) Getting you in the mood. Denitza After Dark. It's unapologetic sensual talk on iHub Radio. Exploring intimacy. Here's Dr. Denitza Borges on iHub Radio. So, as I explained in an earlier segment, Dr. Borges is a little bit under the weather, so I'm going to be doing a lot of talking this week. So, I have a question, if I may, actually. And um, I hope it's a romantic one. No. Um, so, I have a nephew, mm-hmm. and he's a teenager, mm-hmm. and... You know, he's got a girlfriend, his first girlfriend. How old? And uh, he's 17, 18, I don't remember. Okay. Um, and um, I don't know, I just wonder, like, how do teenagers, I know it was awkward when I was a teenager, but I wasn't your average teenager, but I, I, lo- I looked at a lot of my friends and they struggled because, one, they would have too high of an expectation, then the other ones were depressed because they didn't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and then it was just, it, they were all over the place. And with teenagers, they're already crazy anyway. So what is your advice to the teenager themselves and to the parent that's out there and they are got to witness this and watch somebody who they love go through this? Well, I, I think you have, um, I, th- I, I think, you know, teen, okay, let's, let's kind of take it from a point of reference. The point of reference being um, usually around 12, 13, you're getting your first puppy love crush. Mm. Okay. 
everything prior to that's kind of cutesy and very innocent. But at 12 or 13, you know, puberty is setting in, girls are developing, men's, uh, boys' hormones are kind of jumping off a little bit. And you want that girlfriend and you see other people holding hands and then it becomes kind of clicky to have a girlfriend and they all the couples hang out together during lunch and they're sitting at the tables and it's all cutesy. Mm -hmm. And it's just the cool thing to do to to have that significant other. But honestly, it's the first time that that individual is falling in love with a person that's outside of their family scope. Mm. And it's a complete stranger and they're learning how to you know, maneuver those emotions and those feelings of love and what they think is love. Because what one person thinks is love is really not conducive to what the other person thinks is love. Mm. And there's a lot of expectations. There's a lot of, you know, do I kiss? Do I hold hands? You know, and, and uh, you know, children are exposed to much more sexual, sexual um, sexuality and mm-hmm. sexual activity at a younger age. And so do they feel compelled to maybe draw on those instincts? You know, depending on the crowd, there's peer pressure, there's bullying, there's um, so many different components. And then you throw in a Valentine's Day. And, you know, Valentine's Day isn't just typical Valentine's Day the way it used to be. At least, you know, you would go get a you know, packet of cards and fill out everybody's name and everybody got one. And if you were lucky, you would fill a little Do you think the bag. cards are different these days because of all the general neutra- gender neutrality? Um, I think it's a, they should be. Hmm. You know, you have a lot of gender fluidity and you have a lot of um, younger kids who are getting or who are questioning their sexuality Mm. at a younger age and and their preference and their sexual identity and which gender roles they should partake in. And I think that that has to be referenced also in these Valentine's Day cards. So the parents shouldn't panic if like, you know, their son wants to give another boy a Valentine's Day card or a girl wants to give another girl Valentine's Day card? I think they should utilize um, the Valentine's Day card as a tool for information on what they may have to um, kind of adhere to in what their child is uh, gravitating towards. Mm. And it's, it's important to be open-minded and, there's open, and, and to have those conversations since, because you, you just don't know. And, mm. and I think um, for a lot of these companies, you have to be very, very open-minded on where some of your product is going to, because mm-hmm. it's not as uh, general as it used to be. And so, you know, these these teenagers, they go out and they 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 do these like, you know, my son went to prom and there was a big ordeal to do a promposal, mm-hmm. and you know how much money is spent and how much um, how much effort is is taken. And, you know, you see these really young kids in junior high school and they're buying those giant teddy bears at the grocery stores or the giant candy. It's a lot uh, of pressure on these kids. They don't need any pressure. Yeah. And I think that that's but, you know, again, you know, everybody's kind of watching, you know, um, teachers, uh, fellow fellow student body, uh, your friends, the clique. Um, they're all watching to see what you're going to do. And again, not knowing what really love is, mm-hmm. they are putting a, kind of like a price tag on it. And it's unfortunate. You know, who gets the biggest stuffed animal? Who gets the biggest candy? And so for some ch- for, for some one who is experiencing all these love emotions towards a girlfriend or boyfriend, but doesn't have the monetary, it can be very, a very, very stressful time for a teenager. And so you want to, as a parent, um, hopefully, if you're listening to this show tonight, that you take that into consideration and say, okay, what can we do that you feel um, 
you're showing, maybe it's it's not what you buy, but it's what you do or the act of kindness or uh, a kind gesture or a conversation or something sweet. Because um, if you're just going to be measuring in the monetary, you're already giving um, what Valentine's Day shouldn't be. Hmm. I, I, I'm leaning towards the kindness. I, I'm, I'm hopeful that these kids are going to start becoming kinder to each other. There's too much negativity towards one another, too much competition, too much... It's a pissing contest, and it's, it's, it's not real. As long as we have the, the competitive nature and we, and we instill monetary to that, we are going to run the risk of that existing because, um, you know, we live in a very commercialized society, and it's all eyes on me and how many followers and how many Snapchat followers do I have. And, you know, all these kids want to be liked and listened to. And uh, hopefully for Valentine's Day, if you do have a girlfriend or boyfriend, that you really uh, nurture the listening. your WTF into a big O-M-G. This is Denitza After Dark on iHub Radio. Here's Dr. Denitza Borges. So, Dr. Borges, mm-hmm. you have been kind enough to answer my questions <clears throat> about Valentine's. I have one more for you. Okay. <laughs> These are just questions that I'm curious about. So, as adults, um, we have things that we do for Valentine's, whether it's going somewhere or purchasing things or whatever. So there's a few, there's a few things that I'm curious about. It's what are the expectations from the other, the person who's doing the purchasing of, of the expensive gifts? Is there an expectation once that, that gift is purchased? Is there an expectation that something will be given for it? And, and is that okay? Okay, so let's, okay, so with the information we spoke about in our prior segment, if men are spending $338 on average, and women are spending $64 on average, and then we take the component of men think about sex every 15 to 18 seconds, I wonder what they're thinking if they're spending an average of $338. But doesn't that cheapen it? I mean, doesn't that cheapen the gift? Well... I mean, and it's should supposed women, are women to be, okay with that? I mean, it's supposed to be Valentine's Day, the day of love. So, does love coincide into into ending up having sex that night? Well, I guess you'd have to really know what you're getting yourself into, right? I mean, it'd be it would be. But <clears throat> is it right to have an expectation that okay, I'm going to give you this gift, so therefore, I'm going to expect sex tonight? Okay. Um, and a lot of women, and I'll, I'll use my friends as an example. I have a friend that is okay with that. A lot of women are okay with that. I think a lot of men are okay with that. If you, okay, if you come driving up in a brand new whatever she wanted or whatever he wanted and you took the time to listen and say they wanted a newer car or they wanted a, that, that expensive piece of jewelry or whatever it may be and it has a significant monetary value. Not only is that person going out and spending it monetarily, but they took the time to listen that you really, really wanted it. And 
is there some type of expectation on both parties? I would say so. I would say there is a, an expectation. But isn't that setting up kind of a weird precedence? And you, can you ever go back from that? Well, I think you do, you do set a precedence because now every time you get a gift, are you supposed to be intimate? Or, or every time you buy the gift and the person isn't intimate with you, are you going to hold some type of resentment? Hmm. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a given. You know, and, and we, we, you know, we're, we're, we're a creature of judgment. And you know, we all say we try not to judge other people. But you know, again, everybody's kind of watching. Yeah, it's, it's, <clears throat> for me, I, I have a hard time with that. I really do. I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I, I, I know, like as I said, I have a friend who is okay with it. That if, if their significant other buys them something really expensive, she will put out that night. On, on, like clockwork. Okay. Is, but okay. And if she doesn't get something very expensive? She doesn't. Then she doesn't put out? No. Nope. Well, then he pretty much knows. I mean, it, it seems like it's a, it's a D-way street. She knows. He, he knows the expectation. So he better open up his bank account. And she knows. And, 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 and he also knows that when he does that, he will reap the benefits. But is that Okay. It's only okay if it's healthy for their relationship. If they've had that discussion to, well, this is how it's going to work. I mean, there's a lot of, of men and women who are like, hey, I'm just here for the monetary value. I'm not invested in the relationship anymore. But um, my needs are provided for. Uh, the bank account is plush. We travel twice a year. The kids go to private school. Um, I just have to deal with this part of the marriage. Hmm. And... For some people, that is okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's a reason why there's the term, it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> I've never okay. heard of that. <laughs> You've never heard of cheaper to keep her? No. Okay, I will tell you. I get um, quite a few couples who come to me for um, sex therapy or relationship, family relationship or marriage therapy. And I am very, very big on saving marriages because one, um, usually it's the female that gets financially hit. Mm. And secondly, um, what you're going to spend on legal proceedings and attorneys, um, you could probably just buy her a few blingy things and she'd be happy or take her on a vacation or make her feel heard or listened to or value her. There's other ways to go about it. There's solutions. I'm not saying they always work, Mm -hmm. but it's cheaper to go to a therapist and to invest in your marriage and go on vacations and maybe take a, t- uh, uh, um, a relationship vacation together without kids than to go in to hire two uh, high-end divorce attorneys with a very expensive retainer. Talking I know I'm speaking. <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with attorneys. <clears throat> they have their purpose. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So... Aside from that, okay, so for me, I thought that was a bit strange. I just needed, but that's, uh, again, I don't want to be judgmental. And and as you said, if it works for them, it works for them. So let me ask you, Mm -hmm. on my other side of friends, um, I have friends that think that Valentine's Day is a good time to try something new. What is your advice on that? First of all, you have very, very unique friends. And, um, secondly, like, what do you mean try something new? Sexually, with their partner. They think it's it's a great way to, it's, it's a great way to celebrate Valentine's. To oh, try I would not agree with them. Okay. I don't think you spring on a new position. Here, honey, I bought you $100 worth of 
lingerie or a dozen red roses, just the ones you like. But let's go try anal sex or let's go try. Um, I want an extra long blowjob tonight. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. okay. Um, she just spent $64 on you. <laughs> she's really not looking for that she's probably looking for sleep so um i i don't think you introduce that i think you introduce that in other parts um at other times in your relationship discussions mm-hmm. like what do you think about this or what do you think about that or maybe you're watching a movie and something comes up or maybe you're listening to you know a radio show like ours and it comes up yeah great timing future plans yes valentine's day i don't know i think you run the risk of some uncomfortableness and -hmm. i think you run the risk of uh, making your significant other feel um pressured pressured and not matched well with you not very compatible with you Hmm. because on valentine's day you want to feel that comfort level of togetherness and sometimes that togetherness doesn't end up meaning you how you're ending up in having sex. Sometimes it's just you're cuddling. Sometimes, you know, um, you know, example. So many people I know have been coming down with the cold, mm-hmm. and um, that doesn't mean that that person doesn't love you. Maybe they do it in other ways. You know, there's a hot tea ready for you, or a warm blanket, or. Um, you're able to fall asleep on their lap or whatever it may be. That's still signs of love and devotion. That is not something to just kind of turn the other cheek and go, oh, but you didn't do anything for me on Valentine's Day. Well, yeah, but there's 364 other days that that person was there comforting you and holding you and on your good days, your bad days, your ill days, your best days. And and all that needs to be recognized. It's not just you know, gift giving gift giving isn't just always for Christmas and for birthdays. It's just because love should never just be celebrated on Valentine's Day. It should be a continuum on an everyday basis. Okay. So <clears throat> so again, I personally this whole Valentine Day thing is weird for me. So I I think it's a lot of pressure. I think it's it's a whole lot of you know, it, it's just the expectations are just too high for one day. And and I've heard, again, I've heard friends uh, like complain that it just didn't meet their expectation. It just is, oh, I was, I was disappointed in the gift or I was disappointed in the dinner. Or why did he choose that restaurant? And, you know, should couples talk about what they should be doing that day rather than expect one of the parties to plan everything? I, um... I'm in full agreement with that. I, th- I think as a couple, you have a obligation and a responsibility to discuss what your plans should be both partaking on Valentine's Day. Um, I also think it's really neat to get notes back and forth for Valentine's Day or maybe a couple of days beforehand or leave um, something sexy or um, a piece of chocolate on a pillow or a um, thinking of you text message or something that makes it very special for you as a couple maybe there's an ongoing joke or something funny or a picture that you both look like absolute goofballs that you send back and forth that day because it was just a funny time for both of you and so um, you know there's something to be said about um, I don't know call me a romantic but a picture of you and your significant other in a nice frame I think those are really really special um, maybe you go see a movie together that night and it's something that you would both never pick and you put the name of the movie in a jar and you draw it. And I think 
I think we lose touch of that. I think we lose the romantic part of it. And it's not just based on love. It's based on romance. And romance is something that you have to put work into. So maybe um, once a month, you should have a romance jar and you put um, a note inside this jar. And each month, one of you pulls something. And so there's six choices from each party. And you do that for the month. And you do something romantic and fun. So it takes the pressure out of the one day that, you know, you you have less than, you know, was it five hours to make an impression? It's just, it's, it's too much pressure. You have less than five hours to make an impression on Valentine's Day? Yeah, because you're at work and, and then, you know, you get home and <clears throat> you change and you have like five hours. Well, you know, Alexandra, that what? doesn't sound like you've put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> You know, you, you, I told you I don't like Valentine's Day. You want, you know, maybe you make a reservation at a restaurant, or maybe you're doing a state vacation, or maybe you're going to a movie, and you don't need. But there's to no need to surprise the other, right? That's that's my point. There's no need to like. Well, everybody likes a surprise here and there. That's a lot of pressure. Okay, so you're saying that the, on Valentine's Day there should be no surprises. You can be the gift, obviously, but. I think you should plan together. It's like, okay, honey, where do you want to go out to eat? Do, would you like to go see a movie? And kind of like talk to one another. Don't just, you know, one person to say, okay, I've chosen the place where we're going to go eat. I've chosen the movie. I've done this. And you're going along for the ride. Well, gosh, that doesn't sound very romantic at all. <laughs> I mean, I hope that, you know, when you pick a movie, you pick a restaurant, it's not like, okay, you're just going along for the ride. You know, that both of you would like to go there. and Yeah. But I'm like, talk to the other person because. But I think there's something to be said about being, you know, being surprised. Maybe you, maybe you don't like flowers, but maybe the person, the your other half does, and so maybe you show up with some flowers, or you show up, you know, maybe you don't like candy, but the other person does, and so you show up with some candy, or you know, something. It's this isn't about what you want; it's about what you should do for the other person, and it, and it could be romantic and loving and special. <laughs> It can be special. And so, you know, these are all, and, and you have to, you have to think, you have to think outside the box and do something fun loving. I guess for me, I just see too much pressure being put on people for Valentine's. And a simple, I love you and listen to the other person and just. A simple, I love you. I don't think <laughs> I love you is ever simple. Hmm. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'll I'll be doing more talking in the next segment. Oh, my God. your erotic on frank conversation that is 100% sex positive with Dr. Denitza Borges. She has no hangups, so feel free to jump in and get frisky. Call 760-544-8255. That's 760-544-TALK. It's your kind of party line on iHub Radio's Denitza After Dark. You can also text the show 
760-699-0202. That's 760-699-0202 for texting. Now, here's Denitza. So, um, it was a very interesting conversation over the break. <laughs> because my producer here um, really doesn't doesn't understand that uh, should there be a cost if they get something wrong for Valentine's Day. For instance, um, what if you can't remember a certain date that's special for your significant other? Or what if you don't remember if they like chocolate? What if you don't know their favorite flower or favorite color or whatever it may be? Yes, Alexandra, there is a price to pay for not paying attention. I think that's important. Well, it may not be that you're not paying attention. It's just, you know, sometimes things get thrown out there. It's like, oh, you know, you're you're at a mall or something and your significant goes, oh, that's my favorite color. And then they say the other one is another. F- you can have more than one favorite color. And one time you're paying attention, the other time you're not. So... <laughs> I don't think there should be a penalty <laughs> for trying. If you're trying, you should get kudos. If you're trying. Okay, so you do know when Valentine's Day is, right? Yes, you told me the 14th. It is the 14th. That's very important. Do you know what day that is next week? Oh, my God. No, you are not going to your date book and looking. It would be next Friday, Alexandra. It's next Friday. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Have you made any plans, Alexandra? Um, I'm pleading the fifth on that one. That means no. Well, I do have plans. Uh, you know, I'm having my house cleaned and I'm having an estimate done on something. So <laughs> How romantic. <laughs> You're having your house cleaned. Obviously, that's on your calendar. <laughs> it's on my calendar. <laughs> <coughs> wow, that's impressive. <laughs> Nothing about chocolate, nothing about flowers, nothing about a gift, nothing about dinner, nothing about a movie. Nothing. Nothing. Just nothing. You're, you have an estimate coming <laughs> and you're getting your house cleaned. I might be getting a new pool heater. That's exciting. <laughs> For who? The pool? <laughs> oh my God. Something's getting turned on. The pool is. <laughs> Obviously not you. Oh my God. Or your other half. Okay. So... You know, speaking of, okay, so because you're going to totally blow Valentine's Day, I can I feel it coming. Not. I can feel it coming. <laughs> so I just want you to know how to redeem yourself. It doesn't go, doesn't mean about going over and maxing out your credit cards. No, I would never do that. Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot they of shouldn't. People, well, a lot of people max out their credit cards for Christmas. <sighs> That's silly. Okay, so, it, it, you know, people do things for love and, and, uh, you know, people will go out and spend a lot of money on a piece of jewelry, and we already know that jewelry is a big, a big cost factor, mm-hmm. and um, expectations pretty big for jewelry for women because they know that you know men go out and spend quite a bit of much more money on on jewelry, and so these are all, you know, like uh, do you know who Charles Schultz, you know the peanuts. Yes, Charles Schultz. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he he has a famous quote that says, "All you need is love, but a little chocolate and a little piece of jewelry doesn't hurt either." So, <laughs> you should try to remember that. Okay, so just FYI, you should probably try to. Okay, I don't want anybody out there to think <coughs> that I'm not with it. So I'll just have you know that I have already purchased 
my val- my Valentine's Day gift for my heater for your pool. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <laughs> no, not for my pool. <laughs> Sorry, just had to throw that in there. Oh, you're funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when people ask you, oh, so you have made plans for Valentine's Day, and you have to look at your catalog or your your planner. My planner rules my life. <laughs> you if don't even know what day <clears throat> Valentine's Day was falling on. All you cared about was cleaning your house. Reminder. You have a 24-hour reminder before Valentine's yes, Day hits. I that do. is pretty sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, you walk into every single grocery store and there's hearts and flowers. I don't go to grocery stores. I don't grocery I don't shop. even know how you eat. It scares me. Grocery stores <clears throat> are scary. Okay. Pharmacy? Did you go to a pharmacy? Because I, you're I was sick, yes. I had to go to Walgreens. That was scary. Okay. Did you notice all the Valentine's Day? The hearts? No. Did you go down any of the main aisles? No. Oh, my God. I just went to the pharmacy. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> anyway, there is a huge campaign for like stuffed animals right now and chocolate and flowers and candy. You know, candy is really big and not just only chocolate candy, but candy overall. And so the cost is there. And, you know, imagine being a parent right now and you have Valentine's Day cards to give out and you have two or three kids. You got to get all the boxes and you got to fill out the kids names. On, on the Valentine's Day cards because you have 28 kids to the class. Ugh. Then you get the little goodie bags and you fill them up. And sometimes, I mean, I was a mommy. I would make like 50 cupcakes for Valentine's Day and take them with a the little heart candy on top. And everybody brought a goodie and it was great. And it's too much pressure. Celebrated love and romance and it was Again, nice. I think this, <clears throat> this is all overrated and I think it's too much pressure. Pizza Hut's doing a heart-shaped pizza. <coughs> I think it's either Pizza Hut or Domino's. You cookies, the cookie grams, huge. Chocolate-covered strawberries. Okay, but again, I don't think that people should max out their credit cards. I think that kind of expectation is silly. And if you're with someone that you feel that you have to do that, then I don't agree with it. Well, I don't think you have to be with someone who, who feels like they have got to max out your credit cards. But I, again, you know, I think the expectation of you having getting something on Valentine's Day if you're romantically connected to someone is pretty high. So make them a pancake. A heart-shaped pancake for breakfast. Make them a pancake. Are you going to put that in your book? <laughs> wow. I, I don't cook. <laughs> okay, so you're telling our audience to make their significant others a heart-shaped pancake, but you would never do that because you don't cook. I don't cook. So where do, why are you even saying that to the audience? Well, because it's I, I'm sure there's people out there that cook, and it's it's no pressure, and I think it's very. Well, you gotta I would, you I would gotta like find to a it. freaking cutter that's shaped of a heart. No, you just make the pancake and then use a knife, and you can cut it, right? Oh, how flippin' romantic! <laughs> <coughs> Here, happy Valentine's Day. Here's your pancake. <laughs> no, would I'm, you like butter or syrup? <laughs> you can't have both. I don't know. I don't know. You don't even go to the grocery store. I don't even know what you would put on your pancake. <laughs> but my point is, like... I, is that all they're getting? The, no. It's, it's The pressure is too much. It's just so the expectation... A freaking pancake. Too, it's not a freaking pancake. I... I, I, I Throw in a bacon. Throw in some bacon. Everybody likes bacon. I don't like bacon. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not normal. That's not normal. It is normal. Everybody freaking loves bacon. I don't like bacon. Whatever. Anyway. 
Go get a pancake. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Eat your pancake. All right. You can do most of the talking in the next hour. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs>